Good morning. Welcome to Faith Walk with William Carroll. In this podcast, you will hear about the testimonies that God has given me through my life as I trusted Him, walked with Him, and the things that He has done in my life and the lives of other people around me. See, God, we put God in a box. We want to take God out of the box. So as we go through this journey, uh, I hope it encourages you, it lifts you up, it inspires you to believe God, to take him at his word, to stand on his word, to get in his word and find out for yourself is what the word of God says is true. All right. So a couple of podcasts ago, we was talking about a hitchhiker. We were talking about how we picked him up. And then we talked about the young lady in the ER. And uh, on this podcast, uh, we want to talk about I want to tell you the story of a testimony that I was working at the fire department. I'd got off at seven in the morning. I was headed to Carthage. I was headed to church. And um, I had a a Jeep at that time, and it was in the uh, summertime. There was no, um, it wasn't raining. It wasn't hot. It was a nice morning at at seven o'clock in the morning. And I was just driving down the road. I had my Christian music going like a lot of us do sometimes. And I'm just praising God, just worshiping God, just singing to him, you know. And I'm just shouting praises, hallelujah, going down the road. And I come up to the airport. <clears throat> uh, the road I was on teed into the airport. Um, and there was a loop around the airport. So I had to turn left or right. When I got to that stop sign, man, I had my music jamming, you know. Jesus is playing, he, you know, and uh, there was a guy <clears throat> that was walking, and uh, he, he, this is in the middle of nowhere, so he come up walking, and he said, uh, he said, hey, man, he said, uh, can I have a ride? And I said, well, where are you going? He said, Henderson. I said, okay. I said, no. I said, I'm sorry, man. I said, I'm going to Carthage, and um, he said, oh, man. He said, well, okay. He said, I understand. And so he started, he started heading out and just, you know, he crossed in front of me and kept, kept walking by. And I took off and I'm back praising God, worshiping him. Oh, hey, thank you, Jesus, you know. And uh, right in the middle of my worship and my praise of him, I heard this in my spirit. It was distinct in my spirit. You wouldn't have heard it if you was there, but I heard it and I knew the voice. And it said, he said, this was the Lord speaking to my heart. He said, if I have time for you, you've got time for him. And man, it cut me to the quick, you know. And so I I pulled over to the right. I pulled over in the ditch. I pulled a Yui, you know, and I pulled up and and stopped right next to this guy. And I said, hey, man, uh, where are you going? He said, Henderson. I said, um, I said, hop in. He said, well, I thought you was going to Carthage. I said, yeah. I said, I am. I'm going to Carthage by way of Henderson. And he kind of looked at me funny because he didn't know what to think. And, and uh, you know, he, he kind of thought, uh, there's something going on in here. I said, come on, man. You'll be all right. Hop in. So he hopped in. We're going down the road. And I said, hey, man, what are you doing out on the road at 7 in the morning? I, there, there's, there's nobody out. Sunday morning, man, I said, what's up? 
and uh, he said, well, he said, last night, he said, uh, my cousin come over to my house. And he said, let's go over here to this bar in, in, in Longview. And he says, uh, he said, man, I didn't want to go. He said, I didn't want to go. He said, that's no place for me. I shouldn't have gone. He said, but I went with him. And he says, you know, my cousin, he, he met this old gal over there. And uh, <clears throat> next thing I know, he left. And he left me over there. Him and her left. And he said, I hadn't seen them. I waited until the club uh, shut down, which was about 2 a.m. in the morning. And he said, I've been walking since 2 a.m. in the morning to get here where I'm at. And he said, you know, that scamp, he, you know, he started really dogging his cousin really bad. You know, he said, you know, he let me down. You know, he, he told me one thing and he did something else. And boy, he was just going on. He was mad, rightly so, right? If somebody left you and you had to walk and it was about 30, 30 to 40 miles that you had to walk, you'd have been mad too, right? You counted on your, you didn't want to go. Your cousin said, come on, let's go. And you said, he badgered you till you said, okay. And you went and he left and ran off with some old gal, right? And I, I looked at him and man, he was getting more and more round up, you know, and he was, <clears throat> starting to let some uh, flavorful word goes and I'm just saying uh-huh yeah yes sir I understand what you're saying yes sir and then uh I looked at him and, and I said uh let me ask you a question he said what's that I said uh, <clears throat> I said you know I said your friends will let you down don't you he said yeah yeah they always do they'll let you down when you when you need them the most and I said, and, and, and your cousin, he let you down, didn't he? Yeah, he let me down, and, and family will let you down. He said, you can't count on family. You can't count on your friends. They'll always let you down. The first time you think that, that they won't, that is when they'll let you down. He said, man, I'm so tired of family. I'm so tired of friends. He says, you know, it's just better to, to stay off by yourself and, and stay alone. And, and I said, I said, well, okay. I said, you know, let me ask you a question. I said, um, did you know that there is a friend that sticker closer than the brother? And he looked at me and he said, what? I said, yes, we have a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. And I said, that's Jesus Christ. And I mean, the look on his face, he, he, he turned white almost. And he started saying, he said, oh, I knew you was a man of God. I knew you was a man of God. Nobody would pick me up. You wasn't even going to pick me up. I said, well, brother, let me tell you something. I said, the only reason I picked you up is because I was worshiping God. I was going to church. I pulled out. You saw me hidden the other way, and I was just saying, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that I get to go to church. Thank you, Lord, that you just lead and guide me. I praise your holy name. And in the middle of that, the Lord said, if I have time for you, you have time for him. And I said, I hit the ditch. I said, I threw dirt up, grass up, making a U-turn. And I said, and I come straight here and picked you up. And he said, oh, man, I know you as God. I said, listen, it's not about me being a man of God. It's about that God knew where you were at this time in the morning. It wasn't a coincidence that he put you across my path. It wasn't a coincidence that I came across your path because it was ordained of God. God knew what you needed. God knew where you were and God knew what I needed. Because, you know, listen, people, sometimes we get stuck in ourselves and, oh, we got to do it. We got to go to church. We got to go to Wednesday night. We got to do this. We got to do that. And it's all about me, 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 me. 
And you know, and, and we do this all the time. And we think that it's so important that we have something to do, that we have to go do something for God when God places people right around us that he wants us to minister and we miss it. See, this is what I'm talking about. We need to get God out of the box. We are his hands. We are his feet. We are his mind. Uh, uh, we, we are his mouth. Actually, you know, there, there's a prayer that, that, I, that I pray every morning and it says, Father, in the name of Jesus, open my eyes to see what you see. Open my ears to hear what you hear. Open my heart to feel what you feel. And Lord, open my mouth to speak what you speak. And ever since I've started praying that prayer, I start seeing people. We got to stop. We got to st stop seeing people uh, and judging people. The way we normally judge people is this. This is what we do. Okay. We say, well, uh, oh, yeah, I sinned. I sinned. But we, we gloss over our sins. But we say, look at old Johnny. Man, I ain't never done that. Man, I'm not as bad as Johnny. When the fact is, there's 613 commandments in the Bible. There's thou shalt not and there's thou shalt do. So there's commandments to do and commandments not to do. And it says, the scripture says, if we offend in one, one of these, we're guilty of all. So if we fail in, fail in one thing, we're guilty of all. Oh, and you say, well, you know, I, I think that, that, that murder's the worst sin. Do you? Do you think it's murder's worth sin? You know, God says that there, there's no place in heaven for liars, none at all. You're an abomination. So in the, in the law, if you failed one part of the law, if you're living under the law, you're guilty of the law. And what does it say in Romans? It says the raises of sin, the wages of sin is death. So the payment for sin is death. But guess what? Jesus Christ came to give us life. So I was talking to the man and listen, Proverbs 18, 24 says, a man that hath friends must show himself friendly. If you don't have no friends, it's because you're not being a friend to other people. You're not friendly. And it also says that there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Jesus is that friend that sticks closer than a brother. You know, it, uh, <clears throat> uh, in, uh, we're gonna go, I, I wanna read this right quick in, in second, Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 is where I'm going to start. It says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. A new, old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. All things are of God who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and hath given unto us the ministry of reconciliation. So if we be a new creature a new creature created in Christ, then <clears throat> old things are passed away and behold, all things are new. All things are of God who hath reconciled us to Jesus Christ. And he hath given us the ministry of reconciliation. So this guy needed a friend. He needed a friend and God put me there. And as I began to speak and as I began to tell him that, you know, that, that God loved him, you know, and that, that God was with him and that God knew he was there and God had me pick him up because I wasn't going to. I was going to church, man. I thought I was, I was fixing to go have a bless me party at church, right? And God wanted me to bless somebody else. So we, we drove to Henderson. It was about a 30-minute ride, and, and I just kept sharing with him script, 
scripture and, and the, the countenance of his face and of his, his laughter, it just was, man, it was just overwhelming. It was so sweet because God had touched his heart. What, what the devil meant for evil, God had made it good. God made it good. And so, so I, I pulled up, I pulled up. He says, hey, this, you can let me off right here. I live right down the street. I said, well, I'll take you if you want me to. He said, no, you don't have to. I live right behind this building right here. And he said, I'll just, he said, I just will go. And I said, all right. So I pulled over and he said, man, thank you for picking me up. I said, you don't need to thank me. You need to thank God. I said, because without God, I wouldn't have picked you up. I said, because I was going to get blessed myself, you know, and I would have missed the blessing that I had to share with you, Jesus. And I said, listen to me. I said, right now, I said, I need to ask you a question. I said, I said, <clears throat> I said, do you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? And he said, uh, yes, I do. I said, and have you been following him? Have you been walking with him? Are you close to him? And he said, uh, he said, well, I really haven't been serving him. And I said, okay. I said, so you need to get right, don't you? And he said, yes. He said, I do. I said, you need to repent for what you've been doing, and you need to commit yourself afresh anew unto the Lord, and you need to ask him to come back into your heart to stir you up, to send the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you. He said, yes, I do. I said, do you like want to do that right now? He said, yes, I do. Yes, I do. And I said, okay. So I grabbed his hand <clears throat> and I said, pray after me, Lord Jesus. And he said, Lord Jesus. I said, come into my heart. Come into my heart. I, restore me. Renew me. Lord, I used to follow you, but I've fallen away from you. Lord, I need to surrender my, uh, surrender my life unto you again. And I need to serve you. Send the Holy Spirit to stir me up, to be my leader, to be my comforter, to be my guide, to teach me all things that are yours, Lord, in Jesus' name. And he prayed that prayer, and he just he, he got out of the Jeep, and he'd walk two steps, and I would get ready. I'd put it in gear, and he'd come back, and he'd say, man, thank you. I knew you was a man of God. I knew you was a man of God. Thank you. Thank you. And I said, man, don't thank me. Thank Jesus. Thank Jesus. Thank Jesus. Because it wasn't me. I wasn't going to pick you up. It was Jesus in me that stirred me to turn around and to come pick you up. You see, people, we got to quit being all about me. See, the church is not a bless me church. The church, we don't, we, we go to church to learn the word of God that we might take it out to the streets, the people that are out in the streets, and, and we might share the word of God to those that are in the streets. You know, to share them at work, to share them at school, to share them in the store. You know, God always has somebody for us to share it to. We've got to be bold enough to do it. All right, so let's go back to this scripture right right quick. <clears throat> it says in uh, 17, it says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. All things are of God who hath reconciled us. That means he made us. He gave us right standing with God to himself. He reconciled us to himself. He reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and hath given us the ministry of reconciliation. By the death on the cross that Jesus did, he paid the price for us and he reconciled us to God through his sacrifice on the cross. And then he gave to us, who's us? 
us that are saved, us that are believe, us that walk with Christ, us that claim to be Christians and claim to love God. He's given us the ministry of reconciliation. The, the ministry of reconciliation. Oh, let's go ahead and read 2 Corinthians 5 and 19. It says to wit. To me, this means to witness, to witness that God was in Christ. God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto him. And he committed unto us the word of reconciliation. So God was in Christ when he reconciled us to God not imputing our trespasses. That means not counting our trespasses against us because he paid the price for our trespasses and he committed unto us the word of reconciliation. So God gave to us the words of reconciliation. Now, 2 Corinthians 5 and 20. Now we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead be reconciled to God. For he made him, who? Christ. He made Christ to be sin for us who knew no sin. Christ knew no sin. He paid the price. He was the ultimate sacrifice, the only sacrifice that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Look, I'm no longer, I'm no longer a sinner saved by grace. Quit saying that. You need to stop saying that. You was a sinner, but now you're saved by grace. And right in 2 Corinthians 5 and 19, I mean, 5 and 20, it says, uh, uh, 5 and 21, I'm sorry. For he hath made him to be sin for us. He made Jesus to be sin for us, who knew no sin. Jesus knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ. Listen, Jesus paid the price. He paid the price for sin. Now I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I'm not an old sinner saved by grace. No, that man is dead. Now I have the ministry of reconciliation. Okay, so now I am... In, in 20, 5 and 20 says, ambassador for Christ. Listen, what does an ambassador do? If we have an ambassador for the United States and they are in, let's, let's just say um, um, uh, Israel, okay? So they're in Israel. So when something happens or something needs to be done, the, the ambassador goes to the ambassador of Israel. And they sit down, they talk. And the ambassador speaks, when he speaks, our ambassador from the USA speaks to the, 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 the ambassador of the other country, whoever it is, and he says that we will do this. This is what we will do. He's talking for the United States. Do you know he has the authority as an ambassador of the United States behind him? Whatever he says, as long as it's the policies of the United States, he speaks for the United States because the authority is behind him. The United States is going to uphold his word. Now listen, we're ambassadors for Christ. That means when we speak the word of God and we minister to people like I did that man that I picked up, that the whole word of heaven and power of heaven is behind me as an ambassador of Christ. Why? Because Jesus paid the price for sin and now I am an ambassador for the kingdom of heaven and when I speak forth the word of God, all heaven will back it up. Do you understand? 
It's not what I say or what I want, but it's what the Word of God says. That's why we got to learn the Word of God. We got to be fed the Word of God. We got to stay in the Word of God. And we got to know the Word of God. And we got to be led by His Holy Spirit. When we're led by the Spirit of God, then we have the power and authority of God himself from heaven and Jesus Christ our Lord backing us. So when we say, rise up, take thy bed and walk, then it'll take up thy bed and walk. Just like the girl in the hospital on the last one that I spoke about, me and her prayed because we both believed God would do miracles. God did a miracle. He raised her up and he sent her out of that that hospital room, 30 minutes when she usually stays a, a week. Listen, listen, if you didn't listen to the last uh, podcast, listen to it. <clears throat> Go back, listen to it. I'm feeding you some good words here, but I'm, I, I'm not going to baby... I'm not going to baby spoon you. I'm not going to I'm not going to go to every scripture I I tell you about or because I want you to get in there and I want you to dig in there. I want you to find out is it real? Is the word of God real? When you know in your heart it's real, when you know in your heart that you can speak the word of God and God will move because you're an ambassador to God. You're an ambassador to heaven. And you have the ministry of reconciliation. What is that? That is telling everybody that Jesus Christ reconciled them to God, that they no longer have to live in their sin. They no ha longer have to live in, 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 the, uh, in destitution away from God. They don't have to be controlled by sin and by their flesh. Right? All right, listen. I'm fixing to get off of here. <clears throat> I just want to tell you this is uh, Faith Walk. William Carroll. And listen, you can write me, uh, email me at faithwalk1960, and that's number faithwalk1960, faithwalk1960 at outlook.com. Faithwalk1960 at outlook.com. And listen, I hope y'all start getting the idea that, look, our God is the same God yesterday and today. And, and yesterday, today, and forever. Our God is the same God. He's the same God that, that went before the children of Israel in the desert when a, a, a pillar of fire at night and a cloud by day. He's that same God. And he'll do it for you. See, start believing him. This, quit playing church, okay? Y'all need to quit playing church. We all do, including me. God tells me a lot of times, you're just playing church. You know when I have to get fired back up? All right, so let's quit playing church and let's be about our father's business because we serve a mighty God and he's bigger than any giant. He's bigger than anything. Our God can do all things and nothing is impossible with God if we believe in his word, speak his word, and walk out his word in Jesus' name. Until next time, take God out of the box and try him. He will show you that he is and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Until next time, God bless you. Jesus loves you.